to Nightmare on Film Street. The current time is 6.66. Traffic is clear ahead from here to the afterlife. But it's hell outside. For the next hour, you're on Nightmare Time. So, let's give a grave welcome to our hosts, John and Kim. Hello again, fiends, and welcome to Nightmare on Film Street. Horror for the casually obsessed. I'm John. I'm Kim. And we are here to encourage you to watch your very first horror movie. Or to watch a horror movie that you've been putting off for the very first time. Which is exactly what we do in this week's episode. We are talking about 1988's cult classic, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's right, it is our Makeout Massacre double feature part two. We're talking about killer clowns from outer space. I don't remember I don't remember whose turn it is. Uh, John, if you were gonna recommend killer clowns from outer space to somebody that has never seen it before, give me three good things about killer clowns. Okay, so three good uh, num- number one. It's silly, but not nearly as silly as you might be worried it is. If you've been putting it off for a long time because you think it's just too goofy for you it's not it's it's great it is perfect 80s cheeseball horror comedy gold number two is there such a thing as too silly i was worried that it was too silly like that was me i was just like you know this movie's just it's not gonna have any substance it's amazing it's so so worth it absolutely blown away all of my expectations (laughs) okay number two (laughs) number two really great creature design on the clowns Yes, totally. They look amazing. Gnarly teeth, cute little fingernails. I'll get into it. (laughs) Number three, if you are recently or have recently, if you just celebrated the 15-year anniversary of James Wan and Lee Whannell's Dead Silence and you need more of that life-sized human dummy horror in your life, it's in this movie. A fucking cop gets turned into a human dummy and it's terrifying so so friggin frightening yeah genuinely the actual scariest part of the movie like everything else oh so fun so 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 silly this is they went for broke on making this the one horror moment of the movie i would say it's nightmare worthy and it's because it's sandwiched with like silly camp cheesy acting b movie and they hid this gnarly scare in there and they're like Have fun sleeping. Yeah. Those are three good things that we saw in this movie. I'm sure you will see three more. We highly encourage you to check this movie out if you have not seen it before. Before we kick off into the full spoiler-filled discussion of Killer Clans from Outer Space, we like to talk about the weekly happenings here at Nightmare on Film Street. So, John, what's keeping you creepy? I don't... There there could be... (laughs) Nothing. There, there could be actual horror news things that would be keeping me creepy on a normal week, but right now we are buried in South by Southwest coverage. We're not even there on location, and I feel like I've watched a hundred movies in five days. That's all. That's a hundred percent my fault because I'm just like, yeah, I'll watch this very specific documentary. He Why keeps, not? He keeps putting on documentaries, not horror, by the way, documentaries about just random shit and making me cry all afternoon. I'm like, why are we doing this by choice? I don't understand. I watched a documentary about uh, two giant space probes that have just been floating around in space for almost fifty years. Sobbed like a baby. Fascinating. <laughs> Fascinating stuff. I also watched one that's just about sound. L- literally, the documentary is about thirty-two sounds. That's thirty-two specific sounds and then John, just talk about it for a little people bit. People don't care. People, you're right. People do not <laughs> care. South by Southwest, on the other hand, did have a really good horror lineup this year. And you can check out all of our reviews, all of the movies that, you know, we uh, are super excited about coming out of the festival at the website, nofspodcast.com. They're all, they're pretty much all on the homepage, but if you just look up SXSW for South by Southwest, you'll find all of our reviews and interviews. I'm not going to get into it in too much detail because I think we're probably going to talk about it a little bit more next week after the festival's fully wrapped. Yeah, there's there are too many movies for us to do a What's Keeping Us Creepy segment, and yep. there were too many good fucking movies. Yeah. And, so we need to talk about them. And world premiering at the festival this year, a horror movie that I think everybody is super excited for. 
is actually coming out this weekend. Ty West's X. I'm super stoked. I can't wait. I don't even want to speculate. It's uh, it's got Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes. It's got gritty 1970s porno vibes. Uh, it, yeah, it, like Boogie Nights meets like The Hills Have Eyes or something. Fuck yes, <laughs> man. Oh, that's the poster could have been. I'm black. saving that because I'm probably gonna write the review uh, when we see it. <laughs> Yeah, so keep an eye on the website for that as well. We're probably going to be recording a Patreon. We're definitely going to be recording. Oh yeah, for sure. A bonus episode of this over in the Fiend Club. Uh, so if you want to check that out and any of the bonus content, you just head over to nofspodcast.com/fiendclub. Uh, it's also where we post all the info about our live streams. We'll be hosting one next week. Uh, that is perfect if you are trying to avoid the Oscars next weekend. <laughs> yeah, we're calling it the Shoulda Won an Oscar Watch Party. We have a poll up right now over in the Fiend Club. Uh, you can vote for a secret anonymous horror film that either should have won, you know, like Best Actress or Best Director or Best Special Effects. And winner is going to be the movie we watch and we'll reveal it the night of. So it should be a Oscar-y blast. I don't know, an anti-Oscar blast? Whatever we're calling it. But that is on March 26th, Saturday night. And the poll is up now if you want to vote. That is at nofspodcast.com slash fiendclub. Yeah, and it's not like we're we're going to be watching Hereditary or something that everybody's been, you know, really pulling for Oscars. We're not? Well, <laughs> n- I'm the guy over here who's just like, Dark Man should have won Best Picture. Like, those are the kind of movies we're watching. You want to see Basket Case or something? That might be on the poll. We don't know. Come Cast your vote and have your say in what movie should have won an Oscar and which movie we'll be watching next week at the live stream. If you can't support The Fiend Club right now and you still want to chat with us about X and everything that's coming out of South by Southwest, you can hit us up in the NOFS Discord at nofspodcast.com slash discord. That'll take you right there. And there's a whole lot of hooligans in there talking film nonsense and tomfoolery. Yeah, a lot of people pulling for us to do uh, the Giver on a live stream. I don't know if you've noticed that. I haven't noticed. I have been meaning to cross it off my watch list. It, it sounds like a weird body horror blast. I've been spending most of my time in the Spook Memes channel looking at all this the stupid memes. You need a laugh every once in a while, right? It's, just, it's also it's, just nice to know that there's a spot where you can go where the memes are all horror related. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you want to go where everybody gets killed and stuff. I don't, I don't have words for it. it you also didn't have the melody. <laughs> Do I not? Oh. Uh, is that the song is from Cheers? I, yeah. <laughs> this is how I find it. I'm tone deaf. This hurts. Uh, and you listen to a whole documentary about sound. You know nothing. <laughs> you learned nothing. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about this week's movie. We're going to head over to the trailer, and then we're going to kick off our discussion on Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Don't you always want to say Outside Space? From Outside Space. Yeah, I. Um. You're showing your age here. Let's get this girl a reptile bar and roll the trailer. <laughs> it was a night like any other night. Then something happened. Did you see that? Something different. It's no shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why clowns? They've been knocking them dead all over the universe. What are you gonna do? Knock my block off? Soon they'll be doing it at a theater near you. Killer clowns from outer space. Just cruising through the galaxy and stopped here for a bite to eat. You don't need a police pal, you need a psychiatrist. Uh-oh. They wanna play games? They're messing with the wrong guy. 
What are you in for? Killer clowns from outer space. It's crazy. Killer clowns from outer space. Uh, from 1988. Good year. Currently sitting at a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 76% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 3.3 out of 5 on Letterboxd. So, full confession, just like part one, Killer Clowns, first time watch for both of us. A a movie we've been putting off for a long time. I, you know, and this is fully on me, I expect all of the the shame I'm going to get online for this. I just assumed I, you know, you didn't need to see it. Like, I had already seen it in my head. I already knew what it was. Don't don't say this is just on you. I felt the exact same way. Yeah, I was like, like I don't, I, I get it, you know? We did the the Haunted House at Universal Studios. Oh, yeah. We just like, yeah. love Killer Clowns. Yeah, totally. Never saw the movie. I didn't think, we, yeah. I was just like, I've edited some articles. I've seen the photos. Yeah. I get it. I appreciate the clowns. They're great puppets. They're great costumes. Really great special effects. Didn't thought I did not need to see the movie, and I was so wrong. So, so wrong. So wrong. Yeah, so if you out there are putting off watching a movie, maybe Killer Clowns from Outer Space, because you, you're just like, ah, I don't, it's probably fine, it's not for me, just watch it whenever, when you get the opportunity. I'm not saying you gotta, like, run out and, and cross every movie off your watch list that you've been putting off, but if... The opportunity arises. Yeah. I have to say, like, of all of the horror movies that I put off and finally watched, this one sparks joy. Oh, yeah. This is... <laughs> Seek what sparks joy, Killer Clowns sparks joy. <laughs> yeah, this was a mistake. A hundred percent a mistake. And we, you know, recently after some COVID restrictions were lifted in our area, went to go watch a movie at a friend's house. Hi, Will. Uh, Thank he, you for the DVD. Yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> he gave this movie to us afterward. Uh, yeah, if if a friend is inviting you over to watch Killer Clowns, to finally watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space, take him up on that opportunity. It's almost like we had the premonition, too, that we were thoroughly going, like, this was a, a you and I movie. This was a movie for us, because we we drove around to several stores beforehand to make sure we had popcorn and candy. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> like, we were trying to find candy floss desperately, and apparently that's just not a thing you can get in the middle of winter in Canada. Candy also, f- weird, sorry. To, weird to call it candy floss, Sorry, Kim. yeah. Uh, what is it called? Cotton, Cotton candy. candy. But yeah, we tried to we tried to make the most themed watch party we could. We tried to get popcorn and and candy. Floss. We couldn't even find fucking popcorn. Couldn't find popcorn that we didn't have to pop ourselves. Like we just wanted, you know, like it, it's popcorn. It's in a bag. Yeah. Don't ask questions. You know, like those big bags you can get at the dollar store. Those really like long bags, and there's a clown on the front, and it's like movie style popcorn. And it's lazy style popcorn. I think it has a clown on it, yeah. It does have a clown on it. Yeah. And uh, they did not have that. So we, we, we settled for those not Cheeto Cheetos, those corn puff things that are sort of popcorn, but not really. We settled for corn twists and Skittles. No one gives a shit about what we ate while we watched it's this important. fucking movie. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's the... not important at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not important. What's important is that this is a perfect thematic tie-in with our previous film. One, we had not seen it. It's a blind watch. Two, kids are trying to make out when something falls out of the sky. They got to investigate it, and it means the death of them all. Okay, but there's more fucking tie-ins. There's the... Creature comes to the door and there's a funny sequence with like a girl at the door with a creature. Gotta have it. That's a that's a that's another point. That's also just a that also just sparks joy. That's that's part of the recipe for joy. And also there's an ex-boyfriend of one of the lead female characters who's Who is now a cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cops make Good ex-boyfriends? I'm not sure. The po- I don't know. <laughs> they they all seem like they're way too trigger happy, but they will avenge your death slash defend you. We'll get into that because there's there's a final image image in this movie that I need I need to seriously seriously talk about. In the beginning of the movie, though, we are following a group of kids at Makeout Creek. Now there are two. I think Brilliant. they call it the top of the world in this. They call it the top of the world. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? You're looking down and on the your city. Dick's out. <laughs> looking down and your dick's out. I'm on top of the world, baby. <laughs> you know that famous James Cameron speech in where he- Titanic, where Leo is just like waving his dick out at the front of the helm. 
Did you see me pull that word out? That was good. Yeah. Man, I wish that was the, how that actually started. That'd be a way better movie. <laughs> I'm the king of the world. <laughs> Kate Winslet's like, it's not even no. In that scene, he's there with his buddy, his like <laughs> poker buddy, and they or he's bo- just alone. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, no, no. It's way better if there's two. Leo, of them. you had too many Jello shots at the cabin party. <laughs> um. So anyway, it, at lovers at the top of the world, at lovers lane, makeout creek, whatever you want to call it, where everybody's parking. We uh we we've got two brilliant ideas. One, we've got two buddies who've decided that you know what would be a great business idea. <laughs> An ice cream truck that goes to make out point and heckles all of the people making Take out. Take a break. Yeah. <laughs> He's also got just like a lot of like lewd sales pitches for some of their icy treats. Uh, this stuff sounds boring, by the way. Who's going to buy an icy wicey? Is that a real thing? Is an no. icy? No. Okay. That's made up for this movie. It can't be a real thing. But regardless of how stupid the names are for some of these, uh, for some of these popsicles, this is a brilliant move. Uh, they didn't make any money. It's a fictional film, Kim. <laughs> in in real life, this would have slayed. You imagine a yeah, concession I pressed, stand? I, I definitely would have bought a popsicle. <laughs> and second good idea in there is bringing your dates. <laughs> sure, yeah, they they totally trick these girls <laughs> into coming to Makeout Creek with them. Okay, but... so the Makeout Creek girls in the back of the ice cream truck win the award for best worst acting in the entire film. Now this film is filled with terrible acting which is good i just want that's which sparks joy which sparks joy it will now be referred to as joyful acting yeah and i will sparks not joy acting appreciate okay. you shitting on any of it <laughs> but one of the girls full-on says her line and then looks at the camera <laughs> she had to make sure she did it okay i loved it <laughs> no the the other good idea that i was going to bring up is the is the inflatable raft in the back seat so smart yeah, except it isn't actually as comfortable as you'd think because the the bottom of the inflatable raft is always just like a thin piece of material. Like you're just riding the waves on your butt, basically. Oh. But you do essentially have a big pillow. Bumpers. Yeah, no matter where you roll around, you've got a nice pillow. I'm just saying that's you know maybe consider that next time you go to the driving. Okay, so Mike's smart idea: bring the raft. Mike's poor idea: wear a thick wool sweater. I don't know what time of year it is, but. The entire movie, he's wearing that wool fucking sweater. Gets cold at night. I question the sweater. Yeah, I don't know why it never came off. They must have been filming at a point uh, in the year where it was chilly. And he was like, you know what? Maybe my character just likes sweaters, and I'm going to fight you on that until you <laughs> let me do it, because I'm fucking cold all day. Like, even the cop had long johns on. Yeah, but he was fucking sweating the whole movie. All those stage lights, baby. And the pressure. To pull out something that is going to spark joy, that that weighs on you. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the sweater. Okay, quit with the spark joy thing. That's mine. <laughs> I'm just using it against you. So, regardless, we're spending way too much time on the Makeout Creek. We've made it three minutes into this movie. Okay, we're talking about important character details here. Also, what is the plot of this movie? Clowns come to Earth. Chaos ensues. You say that like that's just a normal thing that aliens look like. It's not like the thing that like I'm having the hardest time wrapping my head around in this movie is that clowns, aliens exist and they are clowns. Okay. It's not. Here's a deep ass question for you. Yeah. Do you think that they're actually clowns or that's just their carbon based appearance? That is 100% what they are. They are clowns. They did not. Okay, but what if that's just their carbon based appearance, John? What a weird fucking choice. So, you mean it? So, this this is a theory that most people posit for all aliens. It's for their personality. That we, we can't possibly understand what aliens look like. Because they're not fucking carbon based, bitch. And they take whatever form the little green men, the fucking grays. Fucking clowns in this movie, bitch. <laughs> Why is that the choice? You're like, oh, you know what's going to be nice and friendly? The thing that terrifies so many people. It disarms all of those shadow puppet people. It disarms a gang. That's it a really disarms a little girl in the Burger King. Yeah, that's true. Wait, it's not Burger King. What's it called? It's called the Big Top. Big Top. Yeah. It's a whole clown-based, This the whole world. <laughs> this Horny is just, for burgers. Maybe this isn't even Earth. Maybe this is just clown <laughs> Earth. Like, of the of the many universes, there's one that exists where everything is clowns, right? And this Everything's is the universe. same except clowns. Okay. <laughs> everything is clowns. <laughs> With a K. That's another choice, yeah. Uh, I guess it's just because they wanted to call them killer clowns. You can't just say clowns from outer space. Not nearly as fun. Killer clowns, 100% better. Um, 
Yeah, I think they are actual clowns. I don't think they look... I don't think they've chosen this form because it would be more appealing to us. On the, But as you say, it does It does seem to disarm a lot of people. I, I, I think there was just no thought to it. They were just like, killer clowns, it's great, make the movie. <laughs> well, yeah, and th- that, was, that was one of the things that stopped me from watching this for so long because I thought like, oh, it's just a stupid idea. It's like a cac- attack of the killer tomatoes. And it is. But it's good. But it is good. And like all of the the clown stuff is really well thought out. And better than I was fucking expecting. Yeah. So any like clown trope that you can think of. Hijinks. Hijinks. (laughs) Clowns have cars. Clowns have uh, big feet. Clowns (laughs) use shadow puppets and pies and all of this stuff. All of the accoutrement of a clown is in here. And it's it's used to great effect. None of it is ever boring and dumb. <laughs> and it's it's all kind of dumb, but it's all great. Yeah, it, essentially once they land, it just becomes a killer clown clip show for yeah, a bit. Yeah. And it's just gag, gag, gag. And each one is better than the one previous. What's your favorite? Let's just I, let's oh, just pick one off the top. I can't though. I was thinking about this and I was gonna ask you so I wouldn't have to answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking it might just be the little dog. It might be the, the fucking dog balloon animal. Oh my god, yeah. So that was definitely the moment where we realized that we were watching something special. Yes, my jaw like fell open. Like, oh shit, this movie Skittles has ideas. fell out of my mouth. <laughs> Corn twists hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, so okay, sure. They find, they're, they're tracking the comet and they come across a big giant circus tent in the forest. And like, oh, we don't have time to go in this weird mysterious forest circus we're looking for the comet and uh, wait a minute i think this is the comet okay cool so we're we're there we get that like yeah the spaceship is the shape of a circus tent and and yada 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 but when this fucking clown is chasing these humans around and he makes i'm saying this like i'm so indignant (laughs) but he makes a fucking a dog balloon he makes a balloon dog this is john's application to rogerebert.com by the way (laughs) hashtag art cinema it is (laughs) (laughs) this is movie making man this there is more citizen kane in killer clowns than there is in the batman uh so i got a fun fact for you about we're not even gonna touch on what i said about that i don't even know what you said about the batman (laughs) i didn't even hear it There's so much Batman swirling around the universe right now. I've, you know how you can hide uh, hashtags on Twitter so you don't have to see it. I've yeah. done that with my brain. With your brain, yeah. You just you <laughs> see it and you're like, nope. <laughs> kind of like when Google tries to give you an ad, your brain just like, no thanks. Yeah, it just doesn't I have, say it. I've built an ad blocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our in brains, my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you tried to drop somebody from 1997 into the internet now, they'd get so lost. Like, I, how do you see anything? It's all ads. You're like, there's ads on this page? Yeah, you're like, I don't, don't even... click that. That's not the actual download button. That's an ad for the download button. You want the download button below the fake download button. Oh, man, the worst. I try and play the fucking crossword puzzle every morning on the at the Washington Post, and they have a video that you can skip. But this like, is the still skip part but- of his Roger Ebert application. <laughs> <laughs> the skip button is not the real skip button. It's like an overlay to block ad blockers, I think. Anyway. Okay, so my balloon animal fun fact. Yeah. We didn't express what this was. The point is, they make a they make a balloon dog to go hunting the, the humans. Did we say that? I think so. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Um, the fun fact yes. is that th- it was an actual balloon animal, but it kept popping on the pine needles, so they had to <laughs> coat the bottom of it in like silicone. <laughs> no way. So that they could actually like walk it. Oh, the the act of walking it is what popped it. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. That's crazy. I just love that they were like, you know what works best for this? An actual balloon. <laughs> Hey, that's that's also the thing you don't think about when you're making the movie, right? You're just like, okay, yeah, we're going to make a fucking balloon animal. It's super simple. It's a dog. Everybody learns how to do it day one of, of balloon making. And I can't just, make a dog. It's so easy. You don't even know, man. Oh, it's just why don't like, you make me dogs ever? We don't buy the balloons that you need. Like, we need those giant snake balloons. I could do this for you. Okay. I could do this. is <laughs> you, you, you make one little bend and you've got ears and then all of a sudden you've got a dog. And the next thing you, you do it again for feet and bam, you're done. But like movie making, you don't think like, oh, it's it's gonna take us pff, like thirty seconds. We're just gonna film this shot of a of a fucking balloon just like walking on the grass toward the humans. It's gonna be so great. And then all of a sudden you're like, shh, 
shit, it's not working. How do we solve this fucking problem? And like one of the grip guys is just like, I got silicone, man. What if we just put it on the bottom of it? Let it dry and we're good to go. You don't think about that shit. Ingenuity. Yeah, that's all indie making, all filmmaking, indie or otherwise. There's ingenuity behind it. Half this movie is fucking miniatures. You don't even notice. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yes. Just trick photography. Stuff stuff that they used in King Kong back in 1933. We're still using 1988 Killer Clan. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Okay, so I have more favorite gags, and we're probably going to end up going through all the gags, but it's your turn. So what's your favorite gag right now? Are we gag-offing right now? We're going to have a gag-off. We're going to have a gag-off. <laughs> okay, my, my next favorite would be the shadow puppet. Yes! This fucking clown shows up to a bunch of people who are waiting for the bus and just starts putting shadow puppets against the wall. They question none of it. They're no. just immediately, like, standing ovation for this clown. He fucking does... So he starts simple, you know? He's, oh, we're gonna do, like, a dog, and it's gonna pants, and everybody's so happy. And then he does, like, a uh, sexy girl, and everybody's real nice. This is so great. He does, like, the founding fathers, whatever, like, laying In the, the flag at Shit. Iwo Jima yeah. or something. <laughs> I don't fucking... But the point is, an old man salutes it. <laughs> and then it turns into a dinosaur and eats them. And the dinosaur... Has red eyes, which is amazing. So good, right? Yeah, no, it's amazing. And not only does he, so he doesn't just eat them; he catches them in his hand and then puts them in his evil popcorn bag oh, for the right. popcorns to eat. Him. My mistake. Yeah, so they've got the there's a whole B plot with popcorn kernels. <laughs> popcorn kernels are important. <laughs> I'm falling back to you. Let's go for another gag. Okay, so my next favorite gag is we the, could do the plot of the movie through the gags. Is the fucking puppet show when that random guy just yeah. comes upon this little puppet show in a gazebo and two little green haired and pink haired puppets are fighting. And then one pulls out a ray gun and shoots him, and he's like, ah, right. "That's great!" And then he gets shot with a ray gun by a puppet hand. This guy just never questions the fact that he's standing alone in a gazebo waiting for I don't know drugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why else do you need to be in a gazebo in a college town Kissing. in the middle of night? Okay, he's he's meeting a secret admirer he's who's left a kisses. note in his locker. Is what, is what you're suggesting? Kissing. <laughs> but yeah, this this puppet tent just pops up. Let's not ask questions. Let's just enjoy the free well, show. Well, his face was like, let me let me audibly do his face acting. He was like, huh, huh? Yeah, and then, <laughs> hey, okay. Yeah. And to the point where he starts cheering. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's great because it's kind of your standard uh, Judy and Punch show where one of the one of the dolls is coming onto the other. Do- I, I don't remember what this Judy and Punch show is. I think it's one of the one of the balloons like beats the. One of the puppets beats the other puppet to death or something. But, and everybody applauds. But yeah, I love that she's just turning off these smooches until she shoots the dude with a gun. But she's got like devil eyebrows by the end of it. Like she's real unhinged. <laughs> she zaps him too. We should also mention that whenever they kill um, humans in these scenarios, they turn into giant balls of cotton candy like light bulbs of cotton candy. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't quite look like cotton candy, but they do look like Christmas ornaments. I think so. I don't. I think that's how you skirt around like getting a R rating because I don't think technically any of them are dead. Oh. I think they are just one does drink one of those cotton candy things though. No, he's just drinking cotton candy. What oh. are you talking about? This is how you get past the MPA. <laughs> Blood is grenadine <laughs> in this universe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess they're uh, sort of cocooning these humans in some sort of thing that well, looks like cotton yeah, candy. Yeah, so surely they've just parked on Earth to gas up. And yeah, they're refueling their yeah, ship. they're just filling it up with, like, snacks for later. And this, like, cotton oh, candy balls snacks. are, yeah, are, like, beef jerky for the road. I didn't even think about that. You're right. He does drink one. Hmm. 
you wouldn't drink gasoline. <laughs> so yeah, maybe it isn't fuel for the ship. I guess it is just snacks. It's provisions. Man, that's a lot of work for snacks. Well, we don't know what t- like what relativeness time is to these clowns. Maybe this is quick. Yeah. They walk very slow, though. Super slow. It's because they got so much junk in their trunk. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't really a gag, but like I do like the scene where the one clown is just running amok in the pharmacy. Like the corner general store or whatever. That's weird. I don't know if that's in my top. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. It's just odd. And we keep coming back to it. He's just walking around a convenience store going like, would you look at this shit? <laughs> and just <laughs> piling it on top of the counter. And like, like he's roughing the place up. Like, hey, nice store you got here. It'd be a shame if something happened It'd to be a it. shame if somebody bought everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a really weird one, but I like it. Um, if I had to go with the next best gag, it's when the shitty cop, who's the the dean from Animal House, who's just tired of this shit. He's been getting phone calls all night about clowns. He's like, oh yeah? Sure. Hangs up and just pours himself another Jack Daniels instead of investigating the, instead of investigating I'm really mad this is my next gag. <laughs> this is the best gag of the whole fucking movie. It's so good. I'm surprised this wasn't your number one. I figured I could like easily... It was a gift to you I was, that I didn't make this the first one okay, that I talked about. Okay, so I about. was trying to work it through in order of plot, if you sure didn't you notice. Were. Sure you were. <laughs> I was. I started with the dog and then the puppet thing. Oh, okay, so the, I'm the chaos here because I went to the dinosaur, which is like toward the end of the movie. Just, Fine. No, My next ahead. best gag, go I ahead. like it when Just, he punches that biker's head off. I missed that. I blinked. It's that fast, guys. <laughs> this movie goes by at a breakneck speed. And he, like the clown shows up with a dumb bike to a biker gang. And they're like, hey, nice bike. Mind if I ride it? And then it, whatever. The point is he punches this fucking biker's head off. I do like when the clown is playing drive chicken with the ice cream truck. Uh, is it the ice cream truck? No, it's, uh, is it the cop? I think it might just be a normal person. Where he's in his invisible car, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's just got headlights. <laughs> yeah, and he's just slamming into him. Great gag. Looks awesome. Is that enough dilly-dallying? Can yeah, I get you to can do the okay, detective. Cool. Yeah, so yeah, this cop, he arrests... Man, there's two great gags here. There's two really, really good gags here. One, he arrests a clown that just walks into the police station and douses him with his little flower, water flower or whatever. Um, when he puts him behind bars, he pulls out one of those little like gazoo things. Are those like party blower things? Yeah, I don't know. What the, yeah, part, that's got to be the name for it. Yeah. Anyway, he blows on it and it fucking grabs the cop by the throat. The next time we see him, he's a human dummy. So good. He's a fucking ventriloquist doll on this clown's knee. I would say that this is the only scary part of the movie. I agree. Because it's existentially terrifying. <laughs> existentially terrifying. Yeah, because the puppet's talking in his voice. Don't worry, Dave. All we want to do is kill you. So good! Fuck. The delivery on that is so good! No, but then when the clown fucking takes his hand out of the back of the human puppet, yeah. he like schlops blood off of it because he's covered in goo. Human goo! Otherwise known as blood. Can you put that in our trailer for the podcast? Human goo! We're making a trailer for this. We No, for the podcast in general. We need to make a trailer. We do need to make a trailer. Okay. And that's going in it. Human on- goo! Okay, so... <laughs> so people know what we talk about. P- okay. <laughs> yeah, we're here to talk about today's important topics. Uh, like... Human goo! <laughs> we're here today to talk about things troubling America. Human goo! <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife. Human goo. Human goo's coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, love, 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 love that scene in this movie. It's pretty fucking amazing. I was not nuts about the popcorn stuff until we, like, figured out where that popcorn stuff was going. It's still pretty fun, though, like, in the bad is good corner of things where we just keep cutting from clown action to Debbie in the shower. And she's in the shower with, like, threatening popcorn in her hamper for at least 20 minutes of Earth time. Well, even before that, there's just, like, the the, the fucking clowns shoot a gun full of popcorn you're like that didn't do it <laughs> you're like mm, how inconsequential but then you're apparently, like oh so apparently that gun was the most expensive prop in the film and it cost what? them like seven grand to sh- to, because it shot popcorn yeah or? okay yep so it- they were really invested in the popcorn which is probably why that scene is there for hmm. so long 
I do really enjoy when the popcorn like skirts skirts across the floor. Yeah, so there's a lot of questions about the popcorn, but when the boys finally leave Debbie at home to have a shower, <laughs> we... you're safe here, Debbie, in your apartment. They, uh, we, we, yeah, we see the popcorn in the hamper, sort of like all over the floor, actually, in the, in the bathroom, just squirting around, kind of like the steak in Poltergeist. It's just like squishing across the floor. But by the time she gets out of the the shower dresses and does her hair dresses and does her hair puts her boots back on in the bathroom i know sweater as well everybody likes sweaters in this movie uh the those pop- are definitely winter boots though they are like full sherpa mode yeah I've, uh, the, the popcorn has fully evolved into like clown snakes it's clown snakes yeah is every kernel of popcorn a future clown is that is that what's happening oh like don't say it like that it's so cute <laughs> Like they, just, they, they just, just have to get their first kill uh, to to become an, uh, an official clown. Mm-hmm. It's like getting like their double O status or uh, or getting jumped into a gang. I guess so. You can either become James Bond, killer clown, or join a gang. Yeah, those are your options. That's it. Choose wisely. Which would you choose? Uh, killer clown. I would probably choose Bond. Oh, he looks so sad now. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Every time we see him, now. he's just like, oh, I can't have any emotional attachments and all I want are emotional attachments. All of the women leave me or double cross. <laughs> yeah. Or die after double crossing. <laughs> Seems You'd like better a... leave me now. <laughs> Seems like being a clown is the easiest. Yeah, you should have chosen gang member. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we should talk about that we haven't really touched on. The plot? No. Okay. <laughs> no. No, we can skip that. No, there's not really any of that. Uh, is the clown design. Yeah, the clowns are actually great looking. Yeah, they are really cool costumes. Like, the heads are ginormous, and I already mentioned that they got a lot of junk in the trunk. Yep. Because the way they've shaped them, they're like long triangles, and they're wearing like a hoop skirt as like a butt. <laughs> so their legs are so stubby, and they're adorable. But they're also all different shapes and sizes. Like, there is no... You know, one size fits all. With yeah, these and clowns. we are here to celebrate all clown body types. <laughs> the all clowns. The 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 design of them is great, and it's not like we hadn't already known that. We've seen lots of photos and gifs, and yeah, we high fived them at the Universal Halloween Horror Nights and stuff. But usually, and this is a broad generalization, which is not true about all movies. But like, are you all... about to shit talk clowns right now? I'm about to sh- no. Um, No, it's just like with monster movies, once you get a really good look at the monster and how it works and you appreciate everything that goes into the creation of that monster, that's the monster movie. Like, that's most of the monster movies is the creation, so or the the creature design. So having taken that in and appreciated it, I think that's why maybe I had already assumed I'd already gotten everything I was going to get out of Killer Clowns. That's a fair point. Yeah, that's very true. What I like best about them, though, is that because they have these really primary color faces, whenever they open their mouths to laugh, they have really gnarly teeth. Really gnarly teeth. Yeah, like they got plaque and shit and like... like Jagged and sharp. And it's like this underbelly of the clown is like actually really gross inside but then also like their ears wiggle they made their the ears effort. move a lot yeah they made the effort to so they their faces don't change expressions very much but their ears fucking wiggle and also they have the tiniest little fingernails they're so cute <laughs> i mean they're so cute they were repurposed as the trolls from uh from Ernest scared stupid it's so funny because i I think you told me this when we were watching it around Halloween time, and you can totally see the mm-hmm. clowns in those trolls. Yeah, like it's it's odd how they look exactly the same but completely different. Like if you don't, like I only just learned that, and I've been watching Ernest Scared Stupid my entire life. So it's cool to see that they could get repurposed to like have a completely different life in two great movies but that you could arguably show your kids. I think my favorite clown. You have a favorite clown. Oh, I do. Okay. Clownzilla, baby! Was there ever going to be another clown? The fucking 50-foot, I think, uh, giant clown that shows up at the end of this movie is just like the leader of the clowns, has sort of like a reptilian look to him. Yeah. Stomping on trucks, blowing shit up. Love it. I I like him. I, you know, I made a point 
to look at, at all of the clowns while we were watching because I figured we were going to have to pick a favorite clown. And I honestly couldn't pick one. I love them all. Okay. I like the tiny little one who puts the cherry on the security guard after they throw. Oh his yeah, pies that at guy's him. good. I like him. I like the finger puppet one with like the three ball uh, mohawk. Yeah, I, I guess my second favorite. I like the big fat one who smiles. Big fat one's my favorite. Yeah, he looks like he's got his, his chin and his neck and he's all squished up. And I think he's the one that was trying to lure the kid out of the burger place and oh, had the, the giant hammer and he was like doing the finger thing. Kim loves luring kids to their death. Yep. He also reminds me of the uh, the weird uh, monster creature woman from House. Yes. The <laughs> weird voice. She's scary though. She's terrifying. Like she- it's such a jarring form of, this is funny, but also I don't like it. It's because she has lipstick. <laughs> it is the lipstick. Yep. I'm so happy they pied somebody in this movie. So I have a question about the pieing thing. Because yeah. when they do it to the security guard, and they like fucking do it to the security guard, like mm-hmm. he is doused in pies. And I think they're real pies. So I would say at least $200 in pies he's doused with. Sure. And I'm talking about grocery store pies where they're like two for eight. That's cheap pies. That's a lot of pie. Mm-hmm. It murders him. Oh, yeah. Because he's like steaming. Oh, you think they're hot pies? No, like he, I think they're like skin melting pies. I don't know. Ooh. So, but at the end are like three surviving heroes, Debbie and her ex and I guess her current boyfriend, which we're going to talk about. Um, <laughs> they get hit with pies. So are they essentially dead now? Because I think they established those pies were acid. I never necessarily got the acid impression. I thought this was just a a very brutal, uh, savage beating with pies. <laughs> like I think it was just cause of death, pie force trauma. <laughs> okay, fine. But so, so in the ending, yeah, when they're rescuing Debbie, first of all, she gets after her apartment after her apartment snafu with the popcorn snake. Clowns. Oh yeah, they they trap her in a clown ball in a giant balloon, and they take her to her <laughs> ship, and then fucking. Ex-boyfriend Dave, cop Dave, shoots it with a gun, pops the balloon. Yeah, he's the only way we can get her out. <laughs> Nobody has a hairpin? Like No, no. Yeah, and like that's the funny thing, too, because later at the end of the movie, when like everybody has escaped, and it's just Cop Dave, and which I am assuming and is his name. Kim Kim keeps looking at her notes, so I just gotta assume it's actually Dave. It is Dave. But she looks at her notes every time she says his name, so I'm very uncertain. I don't remember things. <laughs> When he's he's in the grips of Clownzilla and he's got no gun because he wasted it on saving Debbie, he realizes oh, I've got my deputy badge and he pops his uh, he pops his nose with the badge. He could have done that for Debbie's balloon. Nope, but he shot her. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as she's out of that fucking pop balloon, does she not go arms around Dave and Mike's just like third wheel patting her on the back? Okay. And then <laughs> Oh, also, you think they're back together by I the end of this movie? I think they're low key still sleeping together. Oh, it never it never stops. Right, that's what I think. Okay. Because there is some tension there. No, so in the ending, the three of them are standing there and they're like, Oh, Dave, you're alive. You came out of the clown car out of the air. Woo, Dave. <laughs> He's standing behind Debbie, and he's got his arm around her shoulder, and he kisses the top of her head. You just don't think and that... Mike isn't even, like, in touching proximity of Debbie. Ah, uh, these might just be actor choices. This might have just been, like... Well, Debbie should have acted that she was uncomfortable. <laughs> um, we did not necessarily talk too much about the, the bros. Well, I mean, we did in the beginning. We talked about the bros that got the ice cream truck. They became a pivotal part of the second half of this Do movie. Do they? Yeah. I mean, hey, they're in the alien spaceship when everybody else is. They fall in love with some clown girls. They? they get a bunch of smooches. <laughs> that's okay. all That's all they were after. They do some get kisses. some smooches. <laughs> they don't even know that these giant clown ladies are clowns. <laughs> like, they, they, they wake up in a ball pit. They look up. They see these women with whose breasts inflate, and they go, are you Debbie's roommates? <laughs> like, they don't. They're blinded by the boobs. It's great. And somehow make it out at the end. They are even in, though they blew up. They blew up so fucking hard. <laughs> they were like, yeah, Clownzilla throws their truck, which they refuse to get out of because it's a rental, and uh, and it explodes seventeen times. They're, they're they make it out in a clown car at the end. It's great. Okay. Oh yeah, their ex- explanation: we hid in the freezer is what they said. Okay, so I have another fun fact for you: that it's a rental thing must have been a running gag on the set because the cars in the film were actually rentals. Uh-huh. And there's that scene where one of the cars is dr- run off a bridge, yeah, and, and it actually car, yeah. crashes. That was a rental, 
and it was not supposed to crash. It was supposed to just like fall into a ditch carefully and it like full out crashed. That sounds like a lie. How did they frame that shot so perfectly? Well, the internet told me, so it must be true. Oh, it must be true. <laughs> I like that story though. I yeah. think that's funny. And there was another car that apparently they filmed with, they filled with like webbing and the webbing like damaged the interior <laughs> and they had to pay like thousands of dollars to have it reupholstered. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. So, lessons learned. Don't rent cars for horror movies unless you're going to pay to have them repaired. What a fun movie. Yeah. Okay, so I have, while we wrap it up, I yeah. have one more question for you. Sure. It doesn't really have anything to do with the movie, but it's very, very important. Mm-hmm. When you were a kid, yeah. what was your favorite, like, popsicle? Oh, uh, from when the you, ice cream truck. Yeah. Oh, the classic rocket. Classic Rocket was the fucking best. That's and so fucking boring. No, it's not. So it's, it's so <laughs> three flavors in one, baby. <laughs> what are you talking about? And they give you the best flavor up top. Okay, well, I was- And just... then you finish off with the second best flavor. They give you the weirder flavor in the middle. The Rockets know what's up. By the way, I think it's lemon in the middle. It's white. That's the flavor. It's just white. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's uh, Arctic ice, whatever that Gatorade flavor was. Mm. My second, my runner up would probably be like the Bigfoot pop that had like a gumball on the side. Okay, of so it. this is this is <laughs> now this we're talking. Now we're there. So I used to get either um, uh, a Ninja Turtle pop. Yeah, Ninja Turtle was good. And they had like different color headbands. Yeah, based on the turtle. I think there was only red or blue. Yeah, um, you always said which one you wanted. You never got it. No, I don't think you got to choose. No. <laughs> they were like, "Here, it's Michelangelo." And you're like, "You said that last time." Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, or they had Pac Man. But the ghost from Pac-Man. Oh, I remember the ghost. Yeah. Mm. Shit. Damn. Man. So I did see like a chart not too long ago. Uh, they have changed quite a lot. Um, like they, they still have this same sort of like popsicle that doesn't have the right consistency for a popsicle. I have no fucking yeah, idea what it it's is. It's like sherbet with a crust. Like yeah. crusty sherbet. That's Yeah. Um, <laughs> kids now have completely different ones, but it's the exact same process like it it kind of almost doesn't look like the thing that you want it to look like nostalgia yeah dora the explorer is a big one now it does not really look like her it's weird you gotta like hold it sideways i love the spongebob ones because their eyes are always off kilter and so yeah. the whole the internet is just filled with creepy ass spongebob popsicles i would get spider-man a lot was the other one i would get and again red and blue that's why those are the best dessert color i'm pretty flavors. sure they were all the same fucking flavor they might have been cold <laughs> if you were weird, you got that catcher's mitt. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Just basically the same as the foot, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, we had, so like when I was a kid, we lived on the top of a hill, and there was only one Dickie D that could like ride up the hill. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right there. That is a word people don't know. Oh, okay. So <laughs> Dickie D? <laughs> yeah, that's a, a thing. <sighs> you should have just said ice cream truck. No. Dickie D's are kids that they, that it's like had- slave labor. <laughs> <laughs> where teenagers could, you could get a really shitty summer job like where you just- papers, but with a bicycle with a tiny little freezer attached yeah, to it. Yeah, it was a bicycle with a freezer attached to it. They were called Dickie D's. They rang bells and they would sell popsicles to children. <laughs> <laughs> and they were mostly like your friend's older brother. Yeah, so by the time, like, we were always the last run- and he would always only have, like, those baseball gloves back. But because we lived on the hill and nobody ever came up, like, we were thankful to have them. <laughs> <laughs> we were grateful for those fucking baseball mitts. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of it. Man, we're spending more time talking about ice cream trucks than we're talking about this movie, I think. I also, We're wrapping up. This is, this is fun banter. I never really got it a whole lot, but the icebergs, is that what they were called? Where it was kind of, it was like a- um, That's some legit ice cream truck stuff. Yeah, that's, that's like chemistry as far as ice cream <laughs> trucks go. This was some 22nd century shit where we, what is it, was it a milkshake or is it just ice cream dropped into a slushy? Yeah, it's soft serve ice cream in a slushy. Yeah, but it's still blended up and mixed together and it was pretty good. It is pretty good. I was a big float kid. I don't think I ever got them from an ice cream truck. I don't know if they did that, but, you know, if you were at summer camp or something, I would totally get a root beer float all the fucking time. I wasn't a float person. Root beer is the right one for it. You don't fuck around with other sodas. Root beer is already, like, creamy, though, so I can kind of get it. Yeah, it's got vanilla in there somewhere, I think. I don't know. (laughs) Man, ice cream trucks. You know, the, the shittiest thing, and maybe it's because I really want a rocket, that that's what's changing my, uh, that's what made me think of that one first. I, for the last, it was like the beginning of the pandemic. Summer came around. I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to get a rocket. I'm going to, I'm going to relive my childhood and get a rocket. I went to go buy one and they are 
thimbles now. Yeah, they are like when you crack the two popsicles into one and you get like two halves, that's the size of a rocket now. It's just okay. like one sad Half a dagger. One Fuck. younger sibling sized popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, what's your rating of Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Oh, boy. So, uh, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 4. I think it's fucking fantastic. This movie was amazing. Yeah, I'm also giving it a 4 out of 4. This is NOFS approved! <laughs> Sparked joy. That's And that's all we need. That's all we fucking need. This movie was a blast from start to finish, full of great ideas, and just a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, it's not like I'm looking to turn my brain off, but I mean, if you want to turn your brain off, you could do it right now. Watch Killer Clowns. Oh, so fucking creative. Just so many fun gags. You can tell they had so much fun just, like, coming up with shit to do mm-hmm. in this yeah. movie, and they were all amazing. Yeah, really well-thought-out gags, too. This could just as easily be 90 minutes of dumb clown riff stuff. Like It is, and it's Yeah, good. but it, it totally works. It <laughs> totally works in a way that I never expected it to, so I, I'm very sorry, Killer Clowns, for waiting this long to realize that I love this movie. Yeah, so if uh, if you want to yell at us for not watching Killer Clowns before this, you can tweet at us at NOFS Podcast. You can find us in our Discord at nofspodcast.com slash Discord. You can also just drop Killer Clowns gifs on either of those because, you know, we're, we're going to like it. It's fine. It's, it's the great. universal language. <laughs> If you like this episode, consider supporting Nightmare on Film Street by joining the Fiend Club at nofspodcast.com slash fiendclub. That's where all the bonus episodes are. That's where information on all the watch parties gets posted. Uh, Come join your fellow fiends and support your favorite horror podcast. And if you want to support the show absolutely free, just leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you're grabbing this podcast, especially if it's Spotify podcast, because they just added the rating feature and we'd love more reviews on there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back at you again next week with more scares. Until next time, I'm Kim. I'm John. Stay Stay creepy. It appears you made it out alive. But we'll get you next time. Help us to grow the horde. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. More terror can be found lurking on our website, nofspodcast.com. Until next time, stay creepy, fiends. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.